Welcome back to Two Track Mind. I'm Liam Toms. With me, as always, is... Edward Crawley. And we are back, very hot on the heels of our Scar-fueled episode that we had uh, about a week ago. Um, and it was great fun. We really enjoyed making that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved that episode, and we've had some really, really good response from it. Um, in fact, listener-wise, it was the most we've listens we've had in one single day. Yeah, definitely. Which was amazing. Um Scar movie posted it out. Um, obviously, we hope you enjoyed Roger introducing it and closing it out. And we hope you enjoyed the, the Lesson Check track at the end of the track. That was the first track we've put at the end of one of the episodes. It's something we're going to look to do every episode. Yeah. Um, I will just to, you know, I don't want to big you up and disappoint you. There's not one at the end of this episode because uh, we haven't quite figured out um, who we're going to play next. Well, I was going to make a, suggest- a suggestion that we put a Canada Water track on the end of it. We could put the whole of the theme tune. How about that? Yeah. There if you people are. In, what, people can re- hear it in full. The remix. Yeah, the remix. Yeah, All right. Yeah. What about the actual version? People have heard that. <laughs> All right, put the remix out at the end of it. So that that is a... You've just heard an office discussion as well. Um, <laughs> Do you know, actually, uh, here's a little conversation that... Um, we probably would have had off air, but um, I was thinking when our Spotify um, subscription runs out on our EP Again. this year, yeah. right, and we don't um, renew it, what we could do is just make a podcast with those four tracks and put it on the feed. So if anyone ever wants to listen to the EP, they can just come and listen to it, and it would just be there streaming as if it were a podcast. Is it, and we wouldn't have to pay for that? No. <laughs> Because we don't have to pay to distribute our podcast, but we do have to pay to distribute our music. Yeah, do that then. Yep, right, there you go. Coming to you soon, the Canada Water (laughs) EP podcast. (laughs) I think we could be real trendsetters on that. Yes, we are getting in there now. That has got a little R. Liam's put a little R under that sentence he's just done. We are posting that to ourselves um, like you used to do with oh, EPs, copyright, you know, yeah. you used to post yourself the CDs. Yeah, which so we you, did do. Yeah. How does that even work? No, don't don't open the envelope. Don't <laughs> open the envelope. It might be for a court of law. Um, yeah, lovely. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking right. forward to that episode. Yeah. Can cool. we do it as an episode so we yeah. don't have to meet up that week? <laughs> <laughs> Just, Ed, can I get you doing an intro for the podcast? Uh, I'll pop over. No, but it won't happen like that. It won't, it won't, no, it won't be anything fancy. Like, it won't be like, oh, you could do like a commentary or anything like that. No, no, it will just be the songs back to back. Oh. And people can just listen to it if ever they want to on the feed. Because it's cheaper. We could get someone to interview you about the lyrics. People just want to hear the songs. All right, okay. <laughs> well, I do. I, I don't... I think I found the CD copy I've got, but they're not on any phone or anything that i've got the only way i listen to them is spotify did you have them recently we were here's a bit of nostalgia for you we were reminiscing about old mp3 players that we used to own um talking about the 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 genius that was the creative zen in the oh, days before what an mp3 the, uh, iphone um and, and you've started getting yeah so we were looking them up, up on uh, <laughs> ebay just searching trying to find the models and that that we used to have and now i'm getting notifications from ebay trying to get me to buy have one you considered things. a cheeky bid no <laughs> ebay's your game oh, I, do, I do love our ebay paid over the odds for a vinyl the other day that arrived found it on discogs four pound cheaper but no. there's no chase on no, discogs the thrill of it. there's no chase what was it i can't say oh oh because it's for the um yeah no yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, hush, hush. It's t- it's the same band. It's a different vinyl. Okay. <laughs> I've now I've gone a deep dive into the back catalogue. Oh wow! I say back catalogue. 
Uh, no, I can't give too much away. If you're wondering what Ed's talking about, so if you go back a couple of episodes, we we drew out um, ten in total. Uh, yeah, mystery. Well, not mystery, but classic albums at random, uh, and we've got five each that we're listening to. And this is something having now listened to all five. I know you're not quite as far along as we said last episode. We listened to one single. <laughs> um, started. It's something I'd be keen to do. Maybe once a year we do this. From the same book, there's 261 of albums. Yeah. Um, because genuinely, one of them is, I just like it's literally gone into like top ten all-time favorite albums. This is really cool. I've, um, yeah, this is, and I can't thank you enough. You know, for if it had been your idea, you the, you were going to do bloody new metal albums. I, mean, I was going to choose a band that we both had to do their like. Yeah, yeah. So you might. I could have ended up if we'd done my one with a Limp Biscuit. Uh, a, a spine shank, a fucking someone like that. And I would have been just like, and it would have been funny because I would have tried to write some funny stuff. But yeah. instead what I've found is an album that I'm, I've maybe done 40 times. That's amazing. Um, it's, it's wicked. Well, I hope you have the same when you listen to them. Yes, <laughs> do I. Because, uh, yeah, the, the, the anticipation is building I want, up. I guess, do you think you could guess which band it is? I can't even remember who you had. Uh, do you want me to remind you? Or no, because I reckon I'll be able to... No, 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 sorry. I Don't worry. I, th- don't worry. I think I know who you'd guess. Okay. And that would maybe be right. Okay. <laughs> um, I was going to say something on that. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be a end of the year episode. Yeah. It might have to take the place of there being a Christmas-themed episode because, by the <laughs> looks of things, Christmas is cancelled this well, yeah, year. Well, yeah, so... This year we did the end of year review episode, didn't we? Yeah. And um, we, um... Our favourite albums, favourite live shows. That might have to change because of live <laughs> shows. So we might have to change it to favourite streams. <laughs> My Carrera. Um, and favourite albums. But there hasn't been all that many favourite albums. So the end of the, the end of year review might be overtaken by this one. Yeah. But it could be two episodes. Your five, my five or split. You know, yeah. we're working. No, out. I'll, I'll get my skates on. But you, and, um, and we'll we'll push. Uh, we'll publish the uh, the list again. Yeah, so maybe I'll put that on our to, stories. If anyone wants to join in, then they can. I it's, think we've, it's kind of like Richard and Judy's book club back in the day. But um, I think someone is checking them out. If cool. I know correctly, cool. He gets a lot of name checks. He doesn't need another one. Okay. <laughs> uh, so other than those, um, what have you been listening to? So um, start off with a band that have released now two tracks from what is now a pre-order their album some cool packages artwork journals lyric sheets stuff like that and that is maximo park yes uh a band we have mentioned a few times uh definitely one that we both keep an eye on both have seen them live both enjoy their music um the first track they released was child of the flatlands uh i believe i messaged you saying just listen you Mm. maximo this was a few weeks ago now and the latest one is baby sleep so both quite different. Uh, Child of the Flatlands is, for lack of a better term, and I mean this, I, I love the track. I love both the tracks. I'll put that straight out there. But Child of the Flatlands has got almost this dreary feel to it. Shoegazy kind of. Yes. Uh, almost uh, like a ballad. I tried to think of a way of describing it, but I imagine when I think of the video, because there is a video, but when I was just listening to it, I had the way the lyrics were speaking to me, I had this vision of walking through like a northern town mm. through once 
through what was once a budding young uh, budding sort of factory area and now it's all closed down and it's smashed windows yeah. and you know minor strike and that sort of feel to it it's yeah, got yeah. a very sort of northern and that's what some of the lyrics are yeah uh, so yeah I, i'm i'm not being bloody Jackson Pollock here. I haven't. I haven't come up with this vision. <laughs> Jackson from... Pollock. He's an artist, isn't he? Oh, okay. I don't know. All right. I'm. I'm not being Da Vinci here. I haven't. <laughs> I am. I'm not doing the Sistine Chapel. It's the lyrics very much convey that sort of feel. But it, it's it's beautifully dreary. That's what I wanted to add. It's mm. it's got this feel to it. But there's this amazing little key part that doom doom and on, the tone. On both is... of these songs, you sent me a particular emoji and you use the same one twice and it's the smiley face, like the dreamy smiley face with like the hearts on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you deliberately send the same one yeah. twice? And so I'll, I'll in fact I'll um where's the bit? Uh it's beautifully poetic. Oh the chorus has a tone that makes me stop and listen. And that's what that heart thing is. It's got I've said this before about a few tracks and I know people have said it about Remember that rumour went round about rage when people were, like, unfortunately, people getting quite injured in their pits because they said the tone that Tom Morello's guitar had something. It did mm. something to your brainwaves mm. and made you, like... And the chorus to Baby Sleep, it, it does that to me. It really makes me stop and just go... And I just sit there. And then I sort of... <laughs> when the verses kick back in, I sort of get back on my business. But as soon as the chorus kicks in, I stop again with the, the female uh, backing vocal in it. it it's very Maximo. It's yeah. re- I love it. I, I, get, I assume that the the backing vocal you want about, I, that's their new member because... She was on keys, yeah. Yeah, so the, the original chap, I think he was... Lucas, was it? Left yeah, a couple of years ago? Yeah, he was amazing. He was yeah. one of my favourite bits of their live set. So because that, that kind of like set them... Not set them back, but they. It meant that we've gone without a Maximum album for about three years. Yeah. So in the public, in the in the published photos, there's three of them. Yeah. But there is still five in the in live the, band. Yeah, in yeah. the live band, which is what a lot of bands tend to do these days. Um, but really, like both the tracks, there are there are an amazing band. I said this to you, didn't I? And I, you'd agree with me because actually, some of your favorite albums are there, are the latter ones, mm. which is amazing because. I told you I'd sort of done a back listen after the first single and I went through like all the albums, uh, Quicken the Heart and then um, National Health. National Health. Too much information. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Risk to Exist. Um, Well, I love Risk to Exist. I think that's possibly, that might be my second favourite album. And that's their Mm, most recent. Yeah. I got, you know, I queued up for Records Day to get, uh, Record Store Day to get that version of it. I Um, didn't realise you had that. Maybe I did know, but I'd forgotten. Yeah. I've got the Record Store Day. Uh, version of it um but i went back and i was like they've subtly changed their sound yeah yeah but it's still yeah so maximum it's such a subtle change like i I was thinking earlier on that i was going to say like i i don't feel like i'm qualified or knowledgeable enough to tell you what the change is like to even begin to describe it yeah because it's so subtle but you could play me a track and i could tell you which album it was probably from yeah like um National Health is a little bit pacier in points. It's It's got this almost punkier were, element to it. If they know. were following trends, like I would say it's that, like they're moving with the times, but I don't think it is that. No, I think Because that... quite often it, their sound is a bit of a throwback to maybe like 80s pop and stuff. But Yeah, there's definitely that in but there. But they seem to like pick on a different vibe for each album. Well, which I think, which is really brave. Well, here's the thing. I'd say that so far, the vibe of this album 
it's I'm not not I don't like it. I've enjoyed both the tracks, but I'm not feeling it quite as much as perhaps the last one so far. Yeah, that yeah. might change. I've, maybe it's just a bit of adjusting to it. Um, yeah, I think it's almost a little bit back to when they first came out. In, yeah, the, in his li- li- in his lyrical patterns and the melodies that they're coming up with, it feels a little bit rawer. Yeah, which I quite like because hmm. obviously rawer a word. There we go. I, I chose their. Um, a certain Trigger album as my favourite ever debut album of the noughties. Mm. Um, so yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed them. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Yes, I'm looking forward to more. Yeah. Definitely. And there's a UK tour that seems to be selling well. I think the pre-sales sold out already. Yeah, which is nowhere near. So no, it might be that I Bristol, look at doing... I yeah, I was going to say Bristol. Mm. Um, but I'd like to say a quick happy birthday, if you don't mind. Sure. To Shaggy. <laughs> Shaggy, born on this day, 1968, but he was born, uh, I don't know if you know this, Shaggy's not his real name. No way. Yeah, he wasn't christened Shaggy. He was he was Shut born Orville Richard Burrell. I, d- I think I did know oh, this. I think I did know that he was called Orville. I think it came up recently. Like um, the fucking bird. Yeah. I wish I could fly right up to the sky, but I can't. Shaggy! <laughs> it wasn't me! <laughs> oh, I've lost way too hard for the, for the episode there. If you can edit me down slightly. Um, it wasn't me! <laughs> Get your hand out my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a verse. Can't be sitting on the corner. It wasn't me! Caught your cat my hand up your ass! It wasn't me! Um, I think I did this. I think he was on... Um, my favourite uh, sound of the 90s. I think he was one of the guests on that recently. Oh, right. And With I think, think perhaps uh, my beloved Fern introduced him as Orville. And, oh. and to be fair, considering Orville was big in the 90s, I think maybe at first I was like, oh, shit, yeah. here comes the bird. Um, I've got two Orvilles in the garage, actually, as it happens. Full size? Um, no, they're, they are like they are puppets, but they're not um, like the actual you know, yeah. yeah. I, had, um, I had Ed the Duck. Of course you did. And I had um, everyone's favourite, Sooty and Sweep. Mm. I had Sooty Sweep, Scampy and Sue. You had Scampy and Sue. Yeah. See, I had Sooty and Sweep. I might have had Sue. I never had Scampy. Yeah. Uh, Scampy, I think, was the rare one. <laughs> yeah, the grey one. I, no, I, I, I think he's in like a little... Um... He's, he's grey, isn't he, Scampy? No, Sweep is grey, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Scampy yeah, is... Uh, Scampy is like a beige Did you color. have the magic wand with Sooty, though? I'd have thought so. Mm. I'm not sure, though, are you? Actually, right, here's a little tangent. It's funny Funny we should be talking about puppets, because today I was talking to uh, my sister-in-law um, while she was cutting my hair about... Because um, she's a hairdresser, by the way. <laughs> not just taking <laughs> a chance. Times aren't that hard. Um, I was talking about how I used to do the ventriloquist club at yeah, school. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and On a Wednesday lunch. Well, it's funny that you remember that, because I told her about when you asked me whether I could change the day so that you could join, because you had football on the day that uh, the Ventriloquist slash Puppet Club was. Thanks for that. Um, and Appreciate that. Hashtag Puppet Club. I, I didn't change it. I said, there's no way. <laughs> and then you did uh, something behind a table. In the assembly, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Anyway... Okay. To bring things back to Scar, seeing as we've just left it, we haven't left it, it's always with us, uh, hashtag Scar for life, um, Lesson Jake, after I said 
it wasn't really uh, much of a expose because they said they were going to do it. They did release that second yeah. track. Yeah. Um, Dear Me. And they just beat us to release in the podcast. I think Dear Me dropped the morning that we dropped the podcast. Yeah, that was it. Um, you sent it to me. Yeah. Early Doors. Um, Chris Ophalius with the lyric video. Yeah. Um, from Punchline. From Punchline. Um, and producer of Chris to Makes a Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I was excited. As soon as it kicked in, I was like, yes, we've got some pace here. We've got some punk rock, which they do very well. You know, lots of tracks that sort of don't have the horns from the off. I was like, yeah, love this. This is great. And if I can go a little bit, Krista makes, um, if you haven't checked out this podcast, this won't work for you. There was only one round of chorus for the first chorus. They only do it once, whereas the other times they do it twice two counts of the chorus in the first one there's only one and there's no horns in it but in the second one on the second time through the horns subtly come in and then lead to your favorite bit yeah which is this amazing horn brassy driven yeah breakdown very groovy but i wanted to see if you agree with the way it's bought in I thought it was a little bit Bruce Springsteen-esque. With yeah. the subtleness of the horns just in the background of the chorus. You know, and then suddenly, bang! Yeah. You know, I thought it was really good. Yeah, very East Street. You're and, right. I, didn't, I hadn't thought that. But then, after the breakdown, you get this little arpeggio guitar rift. And Chris just singing softly. Lately, I'll be fine. Oh, the and then it kicks back in mm. again. I just there's so many ups and downs now. I, yeah. I was really excited by it, the track. It does something that they've I think they've been playing with on the last couple of albums, maybe even longer than that, where they 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 try working in different sections. Yeah, and actually going back as far as like Pezcore, they did stuff like this. But, yeah, but they, I think they they sort of. Um, they strayed away from it into more sort of like traditional kind of like verse chorus verse chorus breakdown you know chorus end yeah um but yeah you, you you're right you, you've got a few different sections there but then the horns that that section with the horns comes back doesn't it yeah. so it, it actually does it twice which I'm yes. glad of because you have it that one time and if it just did it once like I think it would almost count as like being like a middle eight yeah but the fact that it then comes back at the end oh it's so glorious when it comes back after the yes yeah, yeah. the the chorus into the uh, into the fade out. Which for me, the fade out t- starts way too soon. Like I, I'm, I'm still enjoying it, and it's starting. I'm like, oh, no, 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 where are you going? But we talked about this before, and you made a great point that this is what track six or seven on the album. Yeah, because so the track listing's out now, isn't it? Yeah, so it might be leading into something else. And there's, I noticed there's a track, and spoiler alert, there's a song about Bill Stevenson. Is it? Yep. Okay. I. I know this because Roger confirmed it in uh, Lead Singer Syndrome, uh, Shane Told's um, podcast. Uh, the singer from Silverstein has got a very good podcast and Roger and Chris are um, the next guests. And Roger says it is about Bill Stevenson. Uh, yeah. So I'm interested to hear that. Ask, yeah, I was going to ask you this. Because that's... Um, it's exa- I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, because Chris had Bill on his podcast for yeah. a very um, emotional, emotional episode. episode. Um, yeah. But in terms of the song... Different to lie to me, um, yeah. I thought I thought I really like the woes in the in the fade out, but yeah, you're right. Actually, I could have had more, you know. And maybe live they might play with that well, if it's I, going well. It's one of those things that's like you want more of it, but 
it's one of those genius things in songwriting where the fact that you don't get it makes it even sweeter. Like yeah, it, which means know, I have listened to it a few times. And that's why I love, like, I have, like, quite a few favourite middle eights from songs. That'd be a bloody good uh, top five yeah, to Yeah, that would. Because the top, uh, the, the, the middle eight is, like, a real sweet spot of the song sometimes because it is the only time that you hear that little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I absolutely loved. It's the way he says crazy in the chorus. Yeah. Like, goes up a little bit in it yeah. and Roger's backing vocals that complement it as we were saying yeah. in the Scar episode just they're so harmonised together um, yeah it's made me even more excited and the way they've done it which I love by the way is they've just added it to the Lie to Me yeah so you can listen to them back to so back, they yeah. go straight into the other whereas Maximo um, we talk didn't about... do that I had to go and search uh, okay. for Child of the Flatlands afterwards we've talked about this quite a bit haven't we where that happens sometimes and I said it's probably because of the um, the, the cost to upload it is the same yeah. but I, it dawned on me the other day that it's not just that it means that if you're listening to the, the new track it fades straight into this, the next one it made me and it means they get another play yeah it made me and I did listen to Lie to Me straight afterwards and it made me enjoy Lie to Me even more mm. in the way it sounded in terms of what possibly will yeah, be Yeah, you're starting to get some context for it. Because, you know, I said it, we said it about a few tracks, like singles that have come out and you've gone, yeah, I want to know how it sounds in an album. I can't mm. remember what the last one... Well, it's what I was saying about Lie to Me, like I was, the, the pressure of it is quite heavy for a whole song to to hold all of that expectation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and going into this one, I had the complete opposite to what I had going into Lie to Me. I was just like, okay... And I see the, what you the, got. Yeah, what what's the next one going to be? And I think I was able to enjoy it more um off off the bat because there wasn't that pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, no, it was a nice follow-up. But I as I said earlier on, I don't I'm not sure whether I think it was a a single as such. It's a strong song, but it sounded to me like a like a strong album track. So, I think it's another interesting choice. Do you know what it, it um Yeah, I think yeah, I think it, I think this one might be the band. Um, yeah, quite possibly. Rather than pure noise this time, because I think it, it's uh, different enough that the band would have said, "All right, let's see what they think of this." Yeah, um, maybe the chorus lends itself a bit more to being a single. Like the chorus yeah. is a bit catchier, but the verses are, um, I, I think, a little bit more personal and, and and sounds a little bit more like a deep cut rather than trying to be um, like a earworm sort of thing. That you can yeah. Do. Yeah, get stuck in your but head. really good, and um, it Jr. Um, had a hand in writing this one, which is like they said that everyone's getting involved in the songwriting process. Um, yeah, I, I think I, we were talking about this a little bit before, but I, I think that's totally the way yeah. to play it. You know, if you're if you're trying Keeps to everyone interested, yeah, if you're trying to replicate it, and you've got four people that are have experience of writing lyrics, why not get and them we, all involved? When did you we first find those? Not find when. Uh, Pure volume, those first JR tracks. Yeah, um, Castle Made of Sand, um, uh, New Situation. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, but which they then nicked the intro for a lesson shake track, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, give me something to believe in. Yeah, give me something to yeah. believe in. Um, but JR can clearly write yeah, a song. Absolutely. All yeah. those songs, are great. You know, um, this is it. I mean, and maybe we'll get onto something odd that came up this week. But they've all been involved with like the songwriting over the years yeah. and and I think probably you know as Vinny was the sort of the 
the main lyricist in the band up until now. Like he, what he handed them was more like um, poetry, really. And and I've had first hand experience of doing this where I had that role in our band. But when that was handed over to the rest of the band, they took those words and crafted them into the songs that that we know. The- yeah. So it's not a huge jump to go from them taking someone else's words and crafting it into what sounds like Less Than Jake to taking their own words yeah. and crafting it into Less so, Jake. So, funny enough, just to, uh, seeing as I've listened to the Roger episode of Shane Todd, I might as well give some slight insight because it's very current in what you're saying. Obviously, like you said, Vinny would give them a set of lyrics, but they would chop and change to make them fit also. Mm. As long as the general feel of it stayed the same, it's you know, artistic license basically to fit a melody. Um, but Roger was saying what was good about that is when he sang them, although he knew they were amazing lyrics and he's, he's so complimentary about Vinny, which is great because he's an amazing, amazing lyricist. Um, he said it was, you could trust, you didn't have to worry about having an emotional connection to him because you trusted the lyrics because they were so good. Yeah. And he said the only one he ever struggled to sing sometimes was Science of Selling Yourself Short because he related to it. Oh, right. And he wow. said he, when it was first like come up with and Roger wrote the thing, uh, the melody to it, he actually said to Vinny, um, I'm going to struggle sometimes to sing this. Sometimes this isn't going to go, have to, can go in the, and he said, like, sometimes this can't go in the set because I'm, I, it's too close to home. Wow. And he said, but now it's got to a point where I'm past it and I'm now got enough respect for it that I can sing it. Mm. And he said, but I used to like, the reason my voice sounds like it does when I'm singing it is because it meant something to me. Yeah. And he said, that's the difference now. That's really interesting. As we're writing lyrics, I'm having, I'm finding myself stopping. And he said, and he said, you can't class rehasher as lyrics and stuff because they come once in every few years. He said, now I'm like stopping to think of moments and I'm forcing myself to look at stuff Mm -hmm. so I can then write stuff down. I thought like, because they haven't been the main lyric writers. Yeah. When you come to rehash, you, you, you hash out a few lyrics. Yeah. They're, they're good. They're punk rock lyrics. But now obviously knowing the legacy that less than Jake have with lyrics, he's having to stop and think about it. I thought it was really, um, really a n- nice insight that Shane managed to get out Roger. That's interesting. I'm looking forward to listening to those. Um, I was just thinking as well that some of the less than Jake lyrics, I think were written in such a way that it's inevitable that, some of the other guys in the band would have related to it. I mean, Gainesville Rock City isn't like Vinny's story of um, no, no. of growing up in Gainesville. It's their story. Like yeah, yeah. you know, in 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 quite a few cases, it's their story, not just his. Yeah. But anyway, so I think this is a, probably an ideal time. Oh, it's never an ideal time, but an appropriate time to talk about a comment that we received on our clip of us talking about um, the lyrics in lie to me um and i can you be pretty confident that this person won't uh, listen to this i mean if you are listening welcome to the show uh we're not we're not this isn't iran this isn't angry is it It, it, it's we're almost interested yeah okay uh well i'm I'm not sure how i feel about it but put it this way right we've been on the internet for what 20 years like you and I, you know, yeah, we, yeah, we grew yeah. up with Messenger and that sort of thing. Yep. Back in the day, we used to have um, like a, a forum that we used to have when we had like our bands and, and like shows like Dribble the Net Candy forums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like people used to go on there and like, you know, troll us and that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. So trust me. Back when trolling wasn't trolling. Yeah, you know? <laughs> before it was known as that. Like, trust me, this is like, this isn't a new experience, but 
this is the first time this podcast has been trolled. Yeah, and the as podcast you said, has been trolled. As you said, we've made it. <laughs> we've made it when this happens. So we received a comment um, from an account that has no followers, no posts. Doesn't follow anyone. Doesn't follow anyone. Doesn't follow us. Um, which I just find really odd. A lot that, of underscores in the name, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm not going to read it, the name out. But basically, so the comment says, uh, you guys commented that you've always loved Less Than Jake lyrics, but didn't even tag Vinny in your caption, who was the lyricist until this album. Bit rude, bit sus. And you figured that out. Suspect. S- suspect, yeah. I, I, I bit was, suspect. I thought it was it, I, We don't quite odd. understand what bit suspect yeah. means, do we yet? Um, so he's right. We didn't tag Vinny in it. And the reason was because the artwork in that post that we did with the with the sound clip was of the new album. Yep. And it didn't feel appropriate to be tagging Vinny in that because, you know, for as, as much as we know, they've 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 parted ways. Vinny has his projects that he's working on, and he has lots of projects that he's always working on. Um, but he's not involved with this release, so it didn't feel right because we don't know what the circumstances are necessarily. Yeah. To to tag him in something that he's not involved with, so it was the- done out of pure courtesy to Vinny, and also we didn't really need to tag any of them in it. But we only in the same them. way, we also didn't tag Mike Carrera in it. No, like, like, Mike, but he has toured with them. <laughs> no, but Vinny isn't involved in the new release. Yeah. So there's no need to tag him in a new release thing because Less Than Jake now doesn't have Vinny as a member. Whereas if we were doing a Less Than Jake themed episode, sure. which is very possible because we love them, we would talk about songs that Vinny was involved in and he would get a tag and a hashtag or whatever yeah. in those posts yeah, because it would be, be fair, relevant to Vinny. We even talked about Vinny on the last episode. Yeah. Um, and if we'd clipped a different bit, then maybe it might have made sense to But it was the fact that we were really uh, framing it around Lie to Me and using the artwork from the new re- release. It didn't feel right to do it, right? But this is my favourite thing about this whole yeah, yeah. comment. And right? I know what you're going to say. Now, you know... <laughs> I think Vinny will live. I, I don't think Vinny will mind that we didn't tag him in it, right? So, I'm sure so, so, Vinny would have, if he, for some reason, if he'd stumbled across it, <laughs> I'm sure Vinny would have gone, eh, not my album. <laughs> you know? um, so, I, you know, I completely appreciate that this guy or girl is standing up for Vinny and have his interests at heart and don't want to see him discredited. And I would be completely on that as well. But if you care about Vinny that much, spell his fucking name like a dickhead. <laughs> V-I-N-N-Y is not how you spell V-I-N-N-I-E. Thank you very much. Good night. Yeah, we're not actually uh, that fussed about it. No, we thought we'd bring it up because we found it funny. But it's nice. I did say on the phone, I said, um, we have made it. We're that big that someone's trolled us. So that's good. Open the floodgates, please. Well, no, no, don't. We don't. We're nice guys. These are ju- these are just two opinions. None of it's fact. None. A lot of it's just our opinion over a beer, over a pig in beer, and a glass of water. Once the beer's done, these are just two opinions of two rambling guys who yeah. like to get together and talk to music. But you know, sorry, Vinny. Um... We don't know if it wasn't Vinny, and the, and the the spelling of his name was on purpose <laughs> to disguise it. Uh, in which case, you know, I will, we would. Um... I would. You know. If it's Vinny, come on. We would love to have you as a guest. You are one hell of an interesting bloke. Yeah. Um, and he's been really busy on pod, on the podcast circuit at the moment discussing... The Inevitables. Yeah, his his current comic book that he's done a Kickstarter for and it reached the goal of, I think, $20,000. And that sounds really interesting. 
Yeah, um, building a band around the art and all that sort of thing. Yeah, which really is, cool. It's so cool because it's like an extension of stuff that he's done in the past. Like he did um, this thing called Perfect Teeth years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I can go deep on Vinny content. Like... We know when to tag him. Leave yeah. it to us to do the tags. Yeah. We know who needs a tag yeah. and when they need the tag. So, look, I, I've still got Vinny's blog saved from fucking 2004. So, <laughs> you, really, you really want to go to town on me about well, Vinny? Just quickly. Fuck you. <laughs> Let's lighten the mood. Sorry, I'm, I'm psyching myself up because... I've got oh. one hell of a segment coming. Well, do you want um, to do that now? No, or... no, 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 no. We, we, we need to get through the new releases because we've got loads of stuff well, to talk about Well, just quickly, on this day in 1969, Paul McCartney has just had to publicly deny rumours he's dead. <laughs> I told you this when we were talking about Andrew WK. 1969, he had to publicly, how else do you do it? <laughs> if you don't do it in public, they'll still think you're dead. <laughs> I told you there was a conspiracy. About um, but that's it. That's all I've got on, on this day. There was a couple of other things, but they were boring as hell. Uh, uh, you want to do some more new releases, dear? Yeah. What else you got? Do you want uh, one beginning with D or one beginning with I first? Ooh, I'll go I. All right. Idols then. I teased a video on the story um, on the Instagram at 2 Pod, saying I was running and listening to it, which seemed very fitting. And uh, I've read a few reviews on this now because I always like to see what other people think of it because I don't know, I find it interesting and it's somewhat surprisingly a mixed bag. Okay. Whereas I am very much um, rating it. I'm thinking it's pretty damn impressive what they've done. Um, It was a number one album for a band that came from, they've been touring a lot. Uh, and I've done my research. They, they've been around a while. Like they've had a band since uni, done all the same sort of circuit that we did, but never went any further. They did all that and hammered it home for years and years and years, and then got picked up. A successful album that made number five, I think, was the last one, and then this one. And it's it's just an album full of energy. Um, a couple of tracks that I'm not as keen on, but that's that's likely to happen. Um, but things I've absolutely loved about it. I don't want to. We don't do like massive reviews, do we? So, and I don't want to change the format or anything or take up too much time. But it's definitely an album that makes you want to scream and shout. You know, it's it's got <laughs> it's a some, good time for it. It's it's full of wit. There's rage in there though, and there's like um, songs like um, Model Village. There's uh, sort of the state of the culture and the, the system and what stereotypes are, and there's sarcasm in there and. Um, there's a song about political unrest they touch upon everything um one review did state you know it's a very working class album which is not if you yeah if you think about their background this is hardly fitting suggesting that they might be upper class but i don't from everything i read i didn't get that vibe but this is what i mean about different reviews but i think it's an album that would get some negative press purely because they don't like how big idols are going to be. Mm. And I think I said it in the episode where I discussed Model Village, that I said they're going to be a Five Nights at Brixton band. Yeah. And then literally I text you a week later with a <laughs> screenshot saying they've just sold out Four Nights at Brixton. Yeah. I went fucking far wrong, was I? <laughs> um, but 
you know, there's, there's like a slightly aggressive energy in this recording. Well, the, 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 because there's a there's a, a there's an aggressive energy, righteousness. There's an a, a, an aggressive energy in the album, but then again, they they there's there's a, there's songs of love, and the way they sort. And he's for someone who and he can sing. I went back and listened to a few of the earlier EPs, and they're a bit more indie vibe, punky. But there's a bit, and he's singing. He can sing, but in this, he's very much um, uh, a raucous energy. And there's this sort of compassion in his vocal as he's shouting, and it's it, like he's clearly emotion about what he's saying, and it, 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 it's sort of a bit poetic. Um, there's a fucking fantastic line. Um, where they, he reels off a load of cliches and and he reels off one and he goes, um, Delia Smith after 10 glasses of Chardonnay. How do you like these cliches? Well, I'll tell you, Joe, I love these cliches um, because I know the Delia moment he's on about being a Norwich fan. And uh, oh, yeah. when she comes, let's be having you. Yeah, and yeah. It, this album is a bit like that. It's like, let's be having you, you know. Um, <laughs> Maybe Delia would be a fan. Boy, do you never know, but um, <laughs> you know that Delio thing. I I remembered that completely wrong. Like I um, <laughs> what did you remember of it? Well, <laughs> I remembered it as in the kitchen. <laughs> I, I remembered it as who wants a lasagna then? <laughs> well, he says in the lyric, he says, uh, "Go and make me a cookie." Uh, but anyway, um, Jamie Cullen features on it. He does oh, a little wow. keyboard part, which comes oh, at that's awesome. It comes at just the right time because you've had like three tracks and then suddenly there's a little keyboard track which then fucking goes brutal to a song called Kill 'em of Kindness. Hmm. Um but the whole album is very direct. It's you know, it doesn't doesn't hide anything. It it, it really rolls with the punches. Um not as keen on a song called Mr. Motivator, which is... Um, oh, it's not about Mr. Motivator, is it? Um, I don't know. He was, it's, on, it's he was on bit, Saturday night, and he was a lovely chap. Well, yeah, it, no, it's not against him. It's a bit tongue-in-cheek. It's a bit more poppy in its flavour. It's not a pop track, but in the sense it sounds almost like, let's write a single, and I'm not sure it's quite paid off. But a lot of the tracks have got these amazing, obscure lyrics. Like the opening track, War, it's just... Boom, and he does this thing like he's um he makes the noises of the weapons he's describing. It's like cha ching. That's the sound of the sword going in, and it's quite cool Ooh. that they didn't use a yeah. It wouldn't have fitted anyway. I guess if it was an electronic band, you would have just put. And then he does a bang, 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 bang. bang. That's the sound of the gun. It, it and it works. It's a bit obscure. It's a bit like random, but in the context of the song, it's really quite cool. It's a cool little thing that he's he's clearly thought about. And the whole album is is I really liked it. The bass is awesome all the way through. Um, a bassist called Adam Devonshire. Um, He's an awesome bassist, and the bass is really drives most of the tracks. Um, but yes, it's just wicked. Awesome. I think it could potentially be the one of the most important albums of this year. Oh, you sold that well. I, I I will give it a listen. Yeah, it's won't be for everyone, and I think I think you'll probably, in terms of hits, there's a lot of them on there. They've crammed it full of songs that are big. Yeah, I mean the only ones that I really know of theirs are the I guess the singles from the last album because they got a lot of six music. Yeah. Play. And I don't doubt that this won't have the same. It's mm. it's a frantic album, but it, it works. I really enjoyed it. I've listened to it a few times. Awesome. Every time I've been running, so that probably shows you something. I mean, in fact, I should give it a listen just in the van or something. But um, my b- best track, just to finish with, is a song that 
um, for me anyway, is a song called Carcinogenic. Starts off with the bass, and then it's got this amazing Dead Kennedys esque style guitar, uh, like wow, wow, almost like police truck. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. So yeah, if you want to just listen to one track, go Carcinogenic, and then go from there. And it's probably worth mentioning that we do have our playlist on Spotify, Ed and Liam's Infinite Playlist. Yeah, chuck Carcinogenic we'll, uh, on there. We'll add that to the playlist. But yeah, I was really impressed, really chuffed. You know, we don't do the numbers, but maybe a seven out of. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> seven, a good strong seven out of ten, if you want to do ten. Um, That'd be the first and last time we ever do a numbers oh, I didn't know. It was very mm. awkward. It was awkward for me as it was for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to do the one beginning with D? Well, yeah, it only feels right. It, it, obviously, these are late. We, I appreciate that Idols has been out now a month and a half, maybe. Mm. Uh, and this is no yeah, exception. Sky, sky jumped the queue. Yeah, and a holiday and timings. So the next one is Deftones Oms. Um, not the biggest Deftones fan, uh, admittedly. You talked a little bit about the single, didn't you? On a recent... which, yeah, um, excuse me, which was Oms, which is what I really liked. Which was the first track, and is the last track on the album, but the first one they released, and it finishes with that, the title track, and. It's a, the most amazing way to close an album because I loved that track the first time I heard it. Um, but yeah, the, oh God, the whole album, like if you weren't a Deftones fan, this album would convince you to check out the back catalogue. I've put my hand up there because that's me. Mm. Um, it's totally different to what I thought of Deftones. Okay. In the, I, I guess I've only really heard the singles and back to school back in the day when he's running when he's going around one of the schools in America on a skateboard and it's like back to school now then you, you know <laughs> I've it, never heard it that's literally you'd recognise the honest video. To God, I don't think I have ever heard it that is that's my first impression that I've ever been given <laughs> of the Deftones and would you buy the album? Uh, I don't know if I would um, buy put the on single. the uh, well what would have been back in the day the HMV listening post oh yeah that was the um Anyway, so the whole album starts off with this sort of guitar intro, which sort of is a bit Johnny Marr, Pink Floyd-y. I know they're not in the same band. Please don't correct me or troll me on that. Um, but it's got sort of that essence of guitar, which is a bit out there, a bit... Um, oh, give us a word for it. Um, not electronic, something along those lines, though. Um, flamboyant? Ambient. <laughs> Ambient. Oh, yeah, okay. Um and it's a minute long, this intro, which isn't, which as an opening track on an album is done, less so in a single, but on an album it works. Um, and then Chino's vocals come in and he's hit every, I think he's famous for having this tone uh, that's added. I don't think he's naturally adding this warbling mm. tone. Oh yeah, you said about this. Um, and honestly, the it just hits you like a, a wall of sound. Like it's possibly... The, the the just in terms of the recording and the production on it it's phenomenal the drums sound insane and i've only said that about a few albums because it's not something i technically pick up on i think i said about billy talent the first album when mm -hmm, we discussed mm -hmm. that i said how well i thought those drums sounded these drums sound amazing they've spent time like this isn't a two-week rush recording this is they've and it, it really does their experience shines through in the way that it all fits together 
like the vocals are in the first track just on it just the first track i could talk just 20 minutes on the first track his vocals are so varied they go from like being a bit glossy and a bit singy to suddenly like frantic like really sharp tongued mm. like and he can scream that man can scream and like it, it is manic like and it's a bit like sit back in your seat it's like fuck like <laughs> am i ready for this um and then the second track ceremony it comes straight in again the guitar tone of it is very johnny marr and again it just hits you again and it's not it's it's got less pace but it sounds so loud for a quieter track it's still so loud um and that is to do with the guitar and the drums and the bass and just his vocals they're like almost mm. operatic at times um that's but- interesting like when you say it, it just sounds loud is there much else layered in because this is something that came up in the um the jim uh, the jim adkins from jimmy Eat world podcast yeah. about what they did on surviving which obviously you you said that you really liked that album last mm. year and that it just Love that you, you said it like it just feels like it's got a, a bit more oomph behind it yeah like he was describing what they did so on that album to make it louder they took things out because like where they had like albums where it was more layered it yeah. kind of just like it didn't sound as loud because you were like focusing on too many things wow. so they stripped it right back to to give which it like more space is um the, probably the best one to listen to or watch because he's got them on YouTube as well is the one with the producer um, and it's that guy Justin Medal Johnson yeah, yeah I'm I've still, talked about so before I, I've done he, four that's a really good one because that you've he's done, a really you're doing guy. all of them aren't you pretty I'm, much yeah unless I don't know who the person is yeah, and that's see, just I'm being time. a bit more choosy but I will because that's really insightful because I do wonder now you say that with um, with the third track actually yeah, there's this thing with the guitar and the drums. And now you think about it, the drums come in, bam, 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 bam. And the guitar follows that. It mm. doesn't do anything clever over the top. Not that it isn't clever, but I wonder if that's now done for a reason, yeah. that it just sounds fuller because it's one, all of them are playing the same thing rather than like, you know, to reference Scar again, normally the bass is taken going for a walk, bam, 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 and the guitar's going upstroke, the horns are then doing something totally different, and the drums are doing a classic four beat. This is just like guitar and the drums, and it is just, and it's just like being hit by a fucking truck. Um, (laughs) Well, like... But this is the thing for you and I, like, and we've we've always said this, and it, obviously it's an odd thing when you've been in the band as well. Like, we I don't think we've ever really classed ourselves as musicians. Like, even no. when we were in the band, we would have always said, look, we're, we're music fans first. And I guess, like, because of our lack of um, sort of Ability. technical understanding yeah, yeah. on these things, like, for us listening to music, and when we feel moved by it in some way, we are always trying to make sense of yeah. what what is it? Like, why is that that makes you feel that way? And I think with all the podcasts and stuff that coming out now about songwriting it's really revealing for you and i and we're enjoying it because we're listening to people explaining how they did the thing yeah yeah, like yeah. what's behind the magic almost yeah no that's totally that's totally it and i think because i don't have an affiliation with deftones already um i've got a record store day purchase of theirs um because i i, I duck in and when something interesting of theirs or when i hear something so the last time um Chino, in a few interviews, said that he loves the way Morrissey sings and Morrissey's lyrics. So I, I gave that album a bit of time because I'm, I'm a fan of Morrissey and, who, and his lyrics. Um, and actually, his lyrics are sort of, they're quite beautifully complicated, Chino's, and some of it doesn't make sense. And some of it mm. is like raucous and it's like, 
and shouting, and then he's he's like this poetic style he's got. Um, and I went on to a second page of notes, <laughs> but it's it's hard to pick out a single from it. It's apart from Ohms. Um, but as you said, that was the last track. So that's yeah, an interesting it's, choice. It's just so solid all the way through. But that does it, it does come with experience, I think. Um, you know, it, 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 it's a masterclass in a new metal, if you want to call them that. In yeah, a new what, metal, what, what do they? What category they, well, they do they fall into? They? When they first came out, they were very much in the new metal bracket. Yeah. So if so, but I never class them as being like rap. Metal no, 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 but there are essences of okay. that. He does speed up his vocals in some bits, which you could argue um, were a bit rap-esque. Um, and it's certainly not far removed from what they can do. Uh, but it is a, it's a masterclass. It, it, and I think experience shines through here in the, the set. Will it be something that I'm always going to listen to? No, but they're definitely for me now, I think there would be times where I go, I'm going to... Go back to that album mm. again. I wouldn't say like I'm a fan now, like it's because it's not on my radar. If you if you know what yeah, I mean, yeah. like if Limp Biscuit put out a good album, I would check it out. But it wouldn't then become my staple. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this is a like, such a like curiosity. Yeah, it's such an amazing album that I would definitely I would enjoy in my ears at some other point. Um, but Ohms is the single. Probably my standout track, which is amazing. Uh, Radiant City is a great one. Um, uh, oh, sorry. I actually do have a favourite track that isn't Ohm's, Error, which is it got this funky little drum beat. I say little, it's massive. It's got a funky drum beat all the way through. It very much sounds like it. that could be it. That's the only single. Okay. And I do that in inverted commas. What, which one are we putting on the playlist? Put error down because cool. Ohms people would have heard. There you go. But uh, yeah. as we said, you can find that on Spotify if you search it. But we, we link it in the show notes. Anyway, and that, that's what you've been listening to. Yeah, cool. which, which I, scares me slightly <laughs> because that's all the ends of my notes, uh, which means I've now got to <laughs> shut up and embrace what you're about to dish out. What do you want first? I think <laughs> I think you know what I want. Okay, you teased right. it. You've teased it already. Yeah, you give some context whilst I prepare. Um, you teased the... Did you tease it on the podcast or just tease it to me last week? To you. So last week, Liam teased that... Um, in fact, you very kindly gave me a vinyl last yes. week, still in its package, which yes. isn't uncommon for you because if someone sends you a double, I seem to be the one you, f- you give... And I, you know, yep. if I was ever like disappointed with a sleeve... And got another one. I would do the same for you, but normally I just put it in the shelf and I'm done with it. <laughs> so but you gave yeah, me don't... a Vinny. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, all right, sorry. Not, not Vinny Ferrello, just in case anyone was wondering. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't know how to pronounce his last name, did we? <laughs> Karana. Oh no, I'm not saying don't do that. I don't want to like. Re- actually, well, okay, right. It doesn't. All right, someone, you gave someone, me a could, vinyl. someone could start to work I said, out. "Why are you giving me this?" And you said, "Don't worry." I'll explain. Right. I don't know why, yeah. why okay. I tried to change my voice there because it's it was nothing like boy. Um, Right. So crack on. It doesn't let really... Me have a, okay. Let if me someone, grab my beer. If someone really wanted to work out who the label was from that, that's fine because the label aren't the issue here, right? So here we go. Right? How does it start? <clears throat> Vinyl rant. Do you want a sound effect? <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, good, because I can... Those of you who have listened to the show for a while will remember Vinyl Rant from earlier this year. Um, it's back with a vengeance, right? Um, get what ready if, if you've one? got any kids around or um, or small pets then maybe 
There'll be an edited version on the Sunday morning on <laughs> CBeebies uh, without the Fs and Jeffs. And, uh, right, here we go. Here we go. Right, so nothing to do with the label. So I get a record through that I'd ordered, and it has that classic issue that I find a lot. And it's the reason why when we ran a label, we didn't often get records um, delivered to us packaged in cellophane. Because what it does, in that sealing process, yeah. it splits the seam of the sleeve. And it just looks ugly, yeah, on the on the edges of it. Yep. So I get one like that. So I message the label and just say, look, I know what's happened here. I, it could be that the whole pressing is affected, but do you have one that hasn't got this? Um, and she said, send it back and I'll see what I can do. Very, very helpful, very friendly. Uh, and I've dealt with this label before and they are very good people. Um, so she receives it back. She looks through and she goes, unfortunately, they are all like that, but I'll send you the one which has the smallest split, unless you'd like a refund. I said, no, that's fine. I just wanted to see what was available. So she sends it out and out of the goodness of her heart, packages it with a bonus LP. Didn't need to do this. That, that you know, that, that was the same cost Lovely. as what I paid. Lovely. Lovely gesture. Um, as it happens, it's not an artist that you like and that was why I gave it to you. All right. Um, not because it arrived damaged, as did the record replacement of the one that I'd actually ordered. Now, Ask yourself, do you think, given the whole experience, that she would have sent it damaged? No. It's so unlikely. She would have gone for the most pristine one, right? Yeah, definitely. She's not an idiot. So, it can only be one thing that's happened to this. It's got damaged in the post, right? So, I knew that if you uh, received a damaged item, that you could actually appeal and, and, you know, write to the Royal Mail and, and, and claim compensation. Yep. So I messaged her about this and said, I don't know whether you need to do it from your end or I do. Uh, and she very kindly found out what the procedure was and just said, oh, you just need to fill this form in. So I did that, right? Yeah. Uh, now, you can only claim up to £20. Uh-huh. The record that I paid for was 22 Yep. So already, I would be out of pocket even if they refunded me the whole amount, right? Yeah. So I didn't expect to ever hear anything back because I just thought it's going into a system and I'm never going to hear a thing. Especially in current times. Yes. So I get a letter from the Royal Mail. <laughs> oh my God, he has got, with the official Royal Mail um, emblem on the top. Yes. Right. <sighs> Dear Mr. Toms, I'm really sorry that you've recently had cause to complain about an item addressed to... Your address. Yeah, it doesn't actually give that, so they've messed that bit out. Uh, We've logged and investigated this against the reference number at the top of this letter. Having reviewed the evidence submitted, I can now offer the enclosed payment as a refund of the postage paid, right? This is the maximum I can offer in line with the conditions of the product used and the evidence provided. So basically, they don't think the damage is is bad enough, right? Yeah. I I think any damage is is fucked, as far as I'm concerned. It's no longer what it was, which is a mint condition product. So, I've got... Let me find it. uh, A refund for £4.56, right? So it's a percentage refund, right? So I'm looking in the envelope... Looking for the check, thinking, okay, how are they doing this then? Because they don't have my bank details. So how are they going to refund this? Because there's no check here. Yeah. My refund for £4.56 has been refunded to me in fucking postage stamps. Fucking postage stamps they've given me rather than fucking money. The fucking bastards. What the fuck am I supposed to do with these? 
I mean, I'm told there's illegal tender, but you try getting on a fucking bus with them. I'm genuinely in shock. Fuck that is a book you. of six fucking stamps. Fuck off. I think that's worth more than 456. Fuck off. <laughs> Where is my fucking money? Hold on, is this legit? No, but I promise you. They've given you stamps. Enclosed, posted refund for £4.56. That could have been cash. That could have been fucking check. I thought when you had the envelope, I almost read it as, oh my God, there's going to be £4 coins and 56p. (laughs) Postage stamps. Six first class stamps. When are you going to use them? Well, it's not really a vinyl rant, is it? It's a Fucking royal mail. Rant. It, that's insane. I genuinely, genuinely, guys, I was looking at six. Don't first ever class. fucking bother trying to get a refund from those fucking ha- mercenaries. How um, how quick was the procedure of getting the yeah, refund? Yeah, to be fair, it was very quick. They were <laughs> on the ball. <laughs> they posted that, all right. Yeah. Was that envelope damaged? So, what has happened with the album? <sighs> Have you kept it? I mean, yeah. I, what, She's done all she can. What can I do? So I was better... You'd stick, risk another I'd one. I'd have been better sticking with what I had originally. Oh. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> Why didn't you keep Vinny then? No, that was for you. Fuck well, me. that sort of... Um, my vinyl that I received the other day wedged in between two... Uh, ca- uh, cabaret albums. Cabaret albums. Yeah. Perfect, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and I got sent to I've googled if they're worth anything they're not that's a shame for you you could yeah. have uh, sold them and give six me the money postage stamps <laughs> six they're fucking bastards that's going to take you years to use do you ever send letters ironically I did actually send a letter this week I didn't use <laughs> you them. didn't have the stamps I, did, I didn't use them because I had to keep them for the sake of this fucking segment so I ended up using another fucking stamp I didn't even use them I can't believe it Fuck's that's sake. the most obscene <laughs> vinyl rant ever I don't think you can what top was the that. vinyl you were after by the way oh no I'm not going to say because I don't want to go into the details of who the label was even though as I say great service from them Oh, oh, right. Anyway, tell me after. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Right. So, uh, right. Other things that frustrate us. Uh, Donald Trump. Uh, he's never been mentioned on the podcast before. Hold on. And given the... What? 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 Hold on a second. Has he released an album or something? What? Right. <laughs> given that uh, by the time we record our next podcast, hopefully he won't be the president anymore. Um, although obviously he will be until January, even if he uh, loses. Um, I thought perhaps we'll give a mention and then hopefully you never have to mention him again. So if you had to guess... What music video does uh, Donald Trump think is the greatest of all time? Oh, okay. A guessing game. Um, All right. Iconic. I'll give you a clue. Think back to the days of watching Kerrang! TV. Sitting around, watching uh, whatever was on, and uh, just just thinking, oh, the next one's going to be the the video I want to see. In fact, I think they even had a thing like, the next one's going to be massive or something. Yeah, yeah. And then this video would come on and you'd just go, oh, fucking hell. Kid Rock. No. Um, I can see why you'd think that. The old, uh, it was dark and different things. We were no, smoking. earlier. Much earlier. Earlier. Oh. Da, 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 da. Do you want another clue? Yeah, give us a clue. His reign might end in November. 
Oh, Guns N' Roses, November Rain. This is the headline from Kerrang.com. November Rain is the greatest music video of all time, according to Donald Trump. Uh, President Donald Trump is apparently a huge fan of Guns N' Roses' epic November Rain video. What the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) I mean, Are Guns N' Roses a fan of Trump, does it say? No, 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 no. Uh, Donald Trump... Axel Rose called Donald Trump a truly bad, repulsive excuse for a person. <laughs> oh, good. Up your Axel. Um, yeah, so that's a, yeah, a point for Axel there, um, yeah. who doesn't often get points from, from many people. Oh, but he's turned it around in yeah, recent years. Um, now, it is an epic video, don't get me wrong, but it's a fucking boring video. Is that <laughs> when he's was, in the church? It was, yeah, yeah, it was always the video that you were dreading to see on Crane. It always felt it, like it was eight minutes long. I think it is. Oh. And I think you would dread it because it meant that when it came on, you had to wait even longer to potentially hear, I don't know. Original prankster by Austin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, according to his former press secretary, I'm reading from Crane here, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders in her memoir, Speaking for Myself, uh, says that uh, Donald apparently told her and communications director Hope Hicks, she's the one who got coronavirus recently. Uh, Did that, she? That Gunn's <laughs> cinematic masterpiece, November Rain, was, and this is in quotes, the greatest music video of all time. And, she says, he made us watch it to prove the point, even though neither of us had disagreed. <laughs> 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 no, no, seriously, watch it. Well, oh, we, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't we say it was We with you, Donald. <laughs> We didn't say that it wasn't. That's mental. You Crazy, are, right? Well, you wouldn't have... St- st- I wouldn't strike him as a fan of Guns N' Roses. <sighs> Did you see the video of him dancing? Yeah. That is not November Rain dancing. No, He's hardly in a he, pit. He has been... Um, they've called him out on using their music at his rallies, though. Uh, but, um, yeah. Every band <laughs> does. Um Oh yeah, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Yeah, just so to quickly put bed to that, because so, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convinced. I think there's a lot of thickos in America. Mm. Unfortunately, we're praying, we're praying. Well, America, fingers because are, fingers are crossed. Everything's crossed. Quite, my toes are quite crossed. Quite often, when the American elections come around, people say, "Well, it's not your president. Why are you interested?" I, I think it's going to have some <laughs> impact on us, particularly when we're looking for a trade deal with uh, various countries around the world. So, please, Americans, if you're listening. And on that note. We do have a secondary uh, podcast, which you can get for free if you sign up to the Brain Trust on Facebook, where ramblings of Donald Trump would be less further afield. Uh, That might be something that we discussed. We've just done a bonus episode, um, which got you put up today. Yeah, at the time of recording. um, On the Brain Trust. So if you go to Facebook, this isn't the end of the current episode, but it seemed like a time seeing as we've discussed something off-field related um but yeah if you go to the brain trust there's now three bonus episodes for you where we discuss what's going on uh movies tv games anything really music does come up into it occasionally but um yeah they're just like the hoosiers on the most recent one yeah we just leave the the mics recording for a half an hour or so you get a whole bonus episode for free get in there now before we whack it on Patreon and start charging <laughs> you £8 a month. <laughs> um, can I stick on some current affairs? Yeah, yeah. Stick, I don't, I don't stick, want to go too... Stick on it or, you know... I don't want to go too far into this, but obviously... Would you, this is a, a sort of what you would get in the brain trust. Yeah. Become a brainy. <laughs> they, that, they don't like it. That's what they call it. 
They told you, have they? They messaged me about it privately. Uh, all right. Um, right, so keeping on uh, <laughs> politics and uh, bringing it back across the pond to our country. Um, so there's been this whole hoo-ha about uh, Rishi Sunak and things he said about yes. people needing to retrain. Some of it was actually from campaigns from a year ago, but obviously people were still rightly annoyed at the remarks he'd made. Um, now, obviously, it uh, birthed a lot of... Um, comedic uh, responses, some memes, parodies, that sort of thing. A lot uh, of them. One of the most surprising ones, this is my favourite, actually came from Elaine Page. Uh, this is where I'm bringing it back to music. Memory. Um, that's the one. Well done. I'm glad you know, because I didn't want to have to try and explain it myself. Um, so yeah, uh, musical theatre star Cats. Elaine Page. Um, she posted, tweeted a... Um, a... Do you follow her, by the way? No, <laughs> no, 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 I just happened to see this. <laughs> Big um, follower of Elaine. She tweeted a, a, a response to this, and you'll like this, because it's a bit of plumbing humour for you. So, I hope it's not derogatory. Not at all. Um, only that she was suggesting that she might have to retrain as a plumber. Uh, <laughs> but you'll probably get some of these references more than I did. Oh, so here we yeah. go. I'll explain them. Here we go. It goes, Don't cry for me, Rishi Sunak. The truth is, it was your sump pump. Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've cleared the vent stack and fixed the power flush. Yeah. I kept my promise. Now pay my invoice. <laughs> <laughs> and the picture, and maybe I'll post And this. just quickly, that's obviously Argentina. being sung to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah tune of Argentina. Uh, I'm just going to flip this around just so you can see. Yeah, show me. Hopefully not disconnecting the mix in the meantime. Uh, there she is. Oh, uh, someone's <laughs> fucking edited her face onto a plumber... <laughs> underneath <laughs> it's never too late to retrain elaine page <laughs> but i love this is this isn't like and a, she's posted that that's not a parody account that is her official elaine page account now it might be that someone manages that on her behalf but either way they probably had to approve it Imagine and good if on elaine just put that and she wakes up <laughs> and Oh, what is I? The kids have told me about Twitter again. What is it? Oh, don't look at yours, mum, my dear. Um, it's, uh, what have you posted? I don't remember fixing that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did you have that snap? Oh dear. Right. Anyway, so that's the news. Let's finish on a nice story, though, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Crack on. So you like the beautiful self, don't you? <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> you do. Yeah, I do like um, the beautiful self. Here is a bit of uh, a singing of the praises of uh, Paul Heaton, the uh, frontman. Oh, good. I'll, I can get into the this. The beautiful self and uh, House Martins. Originally. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, here we go. This is from the BBC. Uh, singer Paul Heaton has been praised for his generosity after the final editor of Q Magazine revealed how he supported staff when the publication closed. So, basically, Q Magazine's gone bust. Paul Heaton donated a sum of money that allowed them to pay the bills and pay their staff their final payments. What a lovely bloke Paul Heaton is. I'm expecting a bar and I don't want one. No, that's it. Uh, they've Obviously, Q have the Q Awards. They've, uh, they've commissioned an award for him um, as a thank you for doing that. And it's called... No, this is just a nice story. Um, it's called Carry On Regardless. <laughs> um, I just thought it was a really nice thing. I'm still... I'm, I don't know why I'm expecting there to it's be... because it followed the other two, sorry. That's no, genuinely. Lo- how amazing is that? Yeah, what a lovely thing to do. That's really, really lovely. Well, go you, Paul Heaton. So next time you're thinking about slagging off the beautiful self, all right? Yeah, there's a podcast I can think of. Yeah. Just remember who did that. That was a really nice thing to do. Recognition of the... 
music industry. We could all be. And why don't you this week be a little bit more Paul Heaton? It could be Rotterdam or anywhere, <laughs> Liverpool or Rome. But maybe you could do a perfect 10 and think of your fellow man. Oh, I thought you were going to rhyme it then, but no, yeah. Um, we're running out of time. We, we've run long today. Um, so Have we, we, actually? we Yeah, I mean, I think we're getting on for about an hour and a half, which is normally our run rate. Um, yeah. So no time to talk about uh, Lillian's sex toy that was uh, announced today. <laughs> Maybe we'll, um, we'll pre-order that and save it for a future episode. You can pre-order it. <laughs> This is a genuine story, so um, yeah. Are we going to talk about it? She's or do you want to just say where they can find you? Well, if you if you go, or maybe go to. Hold on a second. Is this a joke? No, no, no. This is honest to God. This is God's what honest the truth. Fuck. Um, yeah. Um, so Lily Allen, who obviously big hits, smile, many uh, an appearance on Jules Holland, many appearance on Jules Holland. Uh, very outspoken no. and. Um, Politically involved, uh, obviously, most recently has been seen sticking up for the the people of uh, Grenfell. Um, her next move after marrying um, uh, David Arbour, I believe it is, yeah, um, the, from Stranger Things <laughs> and the next Marvel film, uh, and um, he was Hellboy, y- y- yeah, in a bit yeah, of a yeah. flop of the recent film. remake, yeah. Um, her next uh, <laughs> her next trick is um, a sex toy that she's partnered with a sex toy uh, company with. It's called The Liberty by Lily Allen uh, for female masturbation. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Lily. Oh, I say. my. Oh, my. <laughs> Bit of blue, and, bit um, of blue for the boys. Um, unfortunately, it's not intended for men. So even if we wanted to do a review episode, we 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 probably couldn't. Um, but if I'm any, not going to put it out to tender. If anybody <laughs> does want to, um, no, in... no, 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 don't go down that line. <laughs> Before we do go, we have got a uh, a question that came in via our Brain Trust Network, oh, one shit. of our yeah. regular followers, uh, yeah, listeners. We do uh, we do respond to all posts because there's so few of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're averaging about one a year. At it's the uh, it's easy to uh, reply, but yeah, if you want to read it out, we uh, had a post yes. from. Okay. So uh, this is from Ed Shaw, other Ed as he's been called in the past. Uh, so he says, for your next show, and unfortunately we have recorded a few shows since then. Uh, so sorry. I would like to ask, what rock star cake would you make, and what type slash flavor would you go for? It would be hard not to beat some of the bake-off efforts from last night. Obviously, this was a while ago. Uh, truly horrendous. Now, so, the one that's doing the rounds is the Tom DeLonge yeah, one. Yeah, um, The Louis Farouk one's pretty cool as well. Yep. Except that's come with a mem, uh, meme. A meme. A meme. meme. Sorry. Whatever you want to call it. A meme. Um, the start of 2020, the end of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ed did send that. Out of, uh... um, do you want to start with one? or? Yeah, so I've got two. I've got two. Um, my first one is going to be, let me just find my notes, bake it in the oven, <laughs> let me uh, find this. <laughs> it's Gasmark 20, oh, uh, Gasmark 180 uh, for 20 minutes and it's already risen. This is oven ready as the Brexit deal. Graham Bonnet, or maybe Bonnet, I'm not sure. Uh, do you know who Graham Bonnet was? No. He was the uh, front man of Rainbow when they had the song uh, Since You've Been Gone. (laughs) 
They've had various frontmen over the How years. How have you thought of this? <laughs> because when you cut my Graham Bonnet cake in half, uh, it's going to be multicolored like those rainbow cakes okay, that you see. So that's yeah. my first one. Right. Do you want to go next? Yeah. So I am going for a take on an old classic. I am going for the Frank Turner's Tunnock's Tea Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Turner's tea cakes. <laughs> Very good. I've not changed the flavour because it wouldn't be a Tunnock's tea cake, but that's the old chocolate yeah. outing with the marshmallow in the yeah. middle. But I thought, you know, yeah, Tur- Turner's Tunnock's tea cakes. Very good. Thanks. Okay. Uh, have you, have you, how many more have you got? Just one. You've got one more. Okay, yeah. I've got one more as well. So my next one is a uh, uh, Boston cream. So yeah. I'm sticking on the uh, classic rock. Yeah. Uh, Boston cream uh, donut cake. Yeah. Uh, which I'm calling more than a fill-in. Oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> more than a filling. Have you plucked these or have you made them up? Of course I've made them All up. Right. Don't insult me. So I have got now, I can't believe it's not bread and butter pudding by John Lydon. <laughs> Because <laughs> he did the utterly buttery, didn't he? Very good. I can't believe it's not bread and butter pudding, and that's just going to be bitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like lemon for some reason. It's a bit bitter flavour inside. He's come out in support of Trump, hasn't he? I prefer a flan. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, none of them are very much like the Bake Off version because they were all faces, weren't they? Yeah. But I'll, I'll get a little um, one of those cake decorating pens. I'll draw a little picture. Yeah, a little sugar paper or something. I'll do a little Mohican on the um, the bread and butter pudding. And um, I'll do a little F, T, H, C, X on the top of the tunnocks. Yeah. Yeah, Turner's tea cakes, Lydon's bread and butter pudding. But, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going for, uh, what's he called? Graham Bonnet. <laughs> I, I had to look him up because I had to figure out I who this was. I thought you were going to say a Boston's. Um, no, no. no. When I, said, when I said Boston, yeah, no, no. How could how more could I than a filling? That filling. is good. Well, um, there you go. That, that just shows you the sort of. Um... Should we hand out an award? <laughs> you get it for more than a filling. So Thanks well done. Much. I'm handing him over the award now. Um, it's a pink flamingo. Excellent. Genuinely, yes. one in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. Uh, that just gives you an idea of the sort of care and attention and, and how seriously we take your questions. So Hold please on. do submit more. I'm just going to grab the pink flamingo and just get a quick snap. Oh you god! Oh god! <laughs> so thanks for listening for the, to the show. Right, by the way, take, take the. Um, here we go. Here's your prize: the pink flamingo. You mention this every week. This pink flamingo. I'll upload that. That's what he got for more than a filling. Thanks. It rolls off the tongue. I think you should maybe sell it to him. <laughs> it probably already exists. Right, okay. I'll tell you who needs more than a filling. <laughs> Lily Allen. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, where can they find you? Um, at Run With Ed um, on Twitter and Instagram. I posted something on my Twitter today, the first time in Yonks. Yeah, and you've, That's you, you've not just doing a retweet. Um, some running recently. Did I erase, didn't you, recently? Yes, yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Cool. Beard went all right. I came third. Oh, yeah. Came out of, f- I don't know, but <laughs> enough that it's out of four. <laughs> enough that it's worth coming third for. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. You, yeah. You, you guess what? You win. Not the <laughs> flamingo. Oh, oh. Do we take another photo? <laughs> I think it's only right. Oh, thank you. Here we go. Yes. 
Yeah, you can tell we're starved for content at the moment. Uh, We've just you just said we've done an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, on Instagram and I'm at Liam Toms uh, Twitter, Instagram, liamtoms.com and you might have seen the uh, the Vortex open for my super secret Star Wars page I've closed it again now um, so if yeah, you, you posted this and then it yeah, dis- I went and looked right. at it and it's disappeared yeah, again yeah, well, Mandalore 63 or whatever it is that's the one <laughs> <laughs> we'll confirm that on the next episode thanks for listening uh, we are at 2 Track Mind Pod for the uh, the podcast uh, don't forget the Spotify playlist 2 trackmindluk for the uh, the main list I think we've just about touted all of our wares yeah and if we don't tag you don't take it to heart <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs>